again. He's mine. He's chosen me. Pazuzu's Reagan is the only Reagan. In this podcast, guys, we do a lot of sequels, uh, especially with some of our retrospectives. And doing a sequel, we talk, kind, of, kind of talked about this with bands. I had this argument with somebody. And you know how you got a favorite band? Yeah. And they will have one great fucking album. It's the album that kind of put that band on the map. And despite their stuff still being good, they'll never, ever beat their original material. You know, They'll never the, reach the heights that they previously... No band does. You can't. And so this is where kind of I bring up with The Exorcist. The Exorcist, or sequels in general, Jaws, Friday the 13th, you name it. People just got to realize you're not going to beat the original material. It's very, very rare. Very rare. Don't get me wrong. We talked about Godfather 2 is probably the go-to one for that one. Aliens and Terminator 2. But again, they're different genres than the original material was. Yeah, so, yeah exactly. Because I would argue that, uh, well, my own personal preference is I prefer the original Terminator and the original Alien. But I still respect that they're, you know, they're different, they're different types of sequels. But yes. Exactly. Yeah. So th- my argument would be Empire Strikes Back and most likely Godfather 2 are better than their originals. There's some rare cases. But... Yeah. The one thing sequels that sh- to do a good sequel, you have to. It is a must. Stick with the source material, and then implement some kind of a change. I would also say understand the source material completely. Yeah, and watching the film we're about to talk about, The Exorcist to the Heretic, I noticed one thing that was missing. Now, you got some key players in here. Uh, score, you know, you can't, you can't beat Ennio Morricone. He's one of the greatest composers of all time. You've got John Borman from Deliverance. John Borman in Emerald Forest, another film he did. He's very, very good director. Actually, I think quite underrated, to be honest with you. Um, you got some key players back from the original material. Okay. But what I did notice... It was missing one massive key player. And it yep. is the problem that is this movie's downfall. And then it was missing William Peter Blatty. Well, not only that, um, it was also missing the, you know, the original film is not really about Reagan. It is um, the, the main um, character in the original film is Damien Karras. Um, Father Damien Karras, a tormented priest, like the ultimate tormented soul. And um, basically, he's not even mentioned here. So, yeah, that's a big problem. Yeah, you, the 
well, let's just kind of dive into a little bit about now this film went through a lot of rewrites and the original cast wasn't coming back. Linda Blair in particular said she wouldn't do it because the script is horrible. Then when she got the new script, she says, oh, I'll do this. I want to ask Linda Blair something right now. What the fuck was the original script that you turned yeah. down? Um, well, but, apparently Linda Blair has also stated that the what was the script that she seen that she signed on for ended up getting rewritten about five times, and it was a completely different script by the time you know they they shot it. Yeah, I mean, it went through. In fact, it got so many rewrites. The original screenwriter quit mm-hmm. um, and walked off, and, and they brought out a new writer that Borman liked. And Blur uh, was contracted to, to still do the film. Yeah. Well, and, and then you also have Linda Blair and Burton, and Linda Blair's on record by saying she was so much on coke and drugs at this point. Yes. And Burton was drunk most of the time, which I yes, guess I there was addiction I problems. Actually, yeah, on the set. Um, so a lot of stuff was 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 going, you know, something was going on, and it wasn't Bazuzu haunting the cast or anything, you know. No, it was real life demons. It was real life demons, exactly. Um, so let's just jump into it and talk about it. Uh, it's funny. Three massive class filmmakers think this is a good film. Yeah, and I don't. Weird. I don't know why somebody. I can see Kubrick because he's fucking nuts, but Scorsese and Tarantino, those guys are class act. Why would they think this was a good film? Tarantino um, has a sort of weird taste at times, and that's fair enough. I think he appreciates it for what it is, not really as a not not really as a sort of spiritual sort of sequel to The Exorcist. I sort of um, get I sort of get Tarantino's sort of wacky at times sort of um, tastes where he will respect the film in and of itself for certain merits. Um, maybe that's the same thing with Scorsese. I don't know. Uh, I, I do. I would say as well, Tarantino was a huge fan of the original film too. So that's weird. I know there were certain people, um, that like critics and stuff, that actually prefer this to the original because the reason they had a problem with the original because they um, felt, you know, there, there was a brutal treatment of, you know, um, Linda Blair and stuff. You know, she was essentially a child at the time. So they had issues with that. So they were taking more sort of, they weren't actually judging it, the original film on its merits as a piece of a work, a piece of art. Uh, well, I don't care. I don't care. I like Tarantino and like Scorsese. They're fucking idiots. If they <laughs> like this film. Opinion. No, no, they're idiots. And they, they should be smart. They're smarter. They're smart men. They should know this is horrible. And yes, I can see that when they're trying to do something different, like a sequel should. I'm okay with that. But this is a fucking train wreck. As a and filmmaker, every, yeah. Scorsese and Tarantino, as a filmmaker, should see this is poorly edited, poorly executed, horribly paced. It's all over the place. I don't know what I'm watching. And for them to sit there and, and, and give, give a kudos, it's because they probably like John Borman. That's it. They're fan service for Borman. And, and, and actually, I'd give them a legitimate pass if that's the reason. But to sit there, there's any competency behind this is a lie. I can get people um, liking, you know, this has developed a bit of a cult following, you know, in a, like a so bad it's good type way. But yeah, I mean, it's just, it's baffling that um, just from start to finish. The only sort of thing of merit here that is in any way any good is um, Morricone's score, which you've mentioned. No, 
that's what even lost. They don't even, and even the score is horribly done. Because what they do, uh, we'll, we'll dive into it. I'll tell you about the score. Well, but, sorry, I, I just really, uh, I would like to correct myself. Or I mean more Reagan's steam. There is a certain part of the score that just grates on me, where it's like just these like violins sort of screeching and stuff. It's mainly in the African set scenes. Oh, let's talk about that. The opening scene uh, during the credits, you hear this, and it, it's it's in periodically when they when they do the Africa shots. Well, that's the in Italy scre- at the start. Okay, the screaming woman. Oh, yes, it's in Italy. The screaming woman. Mm-hmm. It is graining on the. I I I was almost turn it off. It's cringeworthy. Yeah, and not like in a cool. Ooh, this is creepy. It is the most yeah. annoying fucking thing I have ever heard in my life. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. However. This is where we're introduced to Father Mont. He's obviously doing some kind of an exorcism, which he fails because <laughs> the woman jumps into a fire. Which yeah. I will say, besides the screaming fucking yak woman, I you had me in the very first set. I mean, it's a good introduction to Father Lamont, and it's that person floating on top of the fire as she's being burned alive, and her hands are all fucking disoriented. It's it's fucking creepy. It's it could have been realized scene. better, but it's okay, I suppose. No, I, the intro, I'm, you had me. I'm like, okay, this might not be bad. Well, that's it, people. So if you want, if you get anything from this podcast, watch the first 10 minutes, then turn it off. <laughs> and then you might like to, you might think, well, that was a pretty good sequel. <coughs> oh, my God. This fellow caused rats. Wait till we, wait. Yeah, yeah. Yep. I can see that. Mm-hmm. Jesus. Um, I, I could see freaking going, fuck me, are you kidding me? Freaking, um, apparently in bloody, sat and laughed at, at screenings of it. They, they did that with those prequels that came out about 20 years ago as well. And, um, yeah, um, I think freaking is on record as saying it was the product of a demented mind. <laughs> you know, um, once Father Lamont does his, we get the introduction is pretty much what we're getting. Father Lamont tries to do the exorcism, not successfully. Regan is an off, 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 off Broadway dancer. Oh, oh see this tap dancing shit? That just fucking, that, that's just ridiculous. Where I mean, did this it, come from? It's one of many things that's ridiculous about this, but yeah. It's and then we annoying. got, and then we're, we're introduced to uh, Dr. Tuscan, uh, who I like to see Louise Fletcher. But this is, the this. Most, this is the most blandest performance I've yeah. ever seen her in. Coming from... Her Oscar-winning role from One Flew Over Cuckoo's Nest. Yeah. This, oh my God! And she yeah. ha- and what is? Does she have like an orphanage with glass rooms? Yeah, and it's, it's like basically a, a shrink ward for kids. It's like some sort of hospital that, um, basically for disturbed kids who have like mental health problems or something. Well, I don't know. If they're in this film, they're definitely gonna have it now. Well, yeah, <laughs> I felt my mental health deteriorating after you know um, rewatching it. But yeah, <laughs> all right. So here's the plot. All right. So bear with me here. And if this is the plot, I'm with it. So there's a plot here. So they had a treatment for this film, and the treatment works. The script doesn't, but the treatment must have because the treatment's what twenty pages. So my God. Father Lamont is ordered by the Catholic Church to investigate what actually happened to Father Marion. Yes. Was the was it a natu- natural causes, or is something more powerful 
kill Merriman. But not only that, it's also stated that there are rumours that um, Merlin had um, basically become a Satanist. Okay, so he, he, he's just there to tick the boxes. Yes. And... It's an unofficial and, investigation into the exorcism of and, Reagan. Yes. And once he talks to Reagan, and they do that mind thing, which is the stupidest fucking thing I've ever seen Science fiction. We'll go down science fiction right Yeah, here. science fiction. When they, when they mind... travel. When they mind meld. an exorcist meld, film. Fuck when, me. But sorry, go ahead. When they mind, when they mind meld, whatever they fuckers do, whatever the fuck. <laughs> and this unleashes... Pazuzu again into Megan slightly and causing Father Lamont these visions. Yeah, he, of, he like <laughs> he, he's no, he's when he mind melt with Reagan, which by the Spock way, style. which which yep. is the funniest thing ever. You got yep. Doctor 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 Tuscan, who's got Reagan's best interest at heart, goes, no, 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 we can't do that right away. You can't talk to her. We don't want this thing coming back. We don't want these visions coming back. Whatever they were, we yep. just want her to get better. This cannot happen. The next scene, they're mind melding. Yeah, exactly. It's it's like no, no. This this is father. You have to leave. This is this is a terrible idea. We can't do it. And then like, okay, then go ahead. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there you go. Go ahead, jump in. Well, why not? Sure, fuck it. <laughs> My question is, Pazuzu is always in Reagan. Yes. Okay, okay, but can never really f- fully form because it's been taken down uh, well, by I mean, father. It goes against by, um, by, what happened in the original. Yeah. Again. So yeah. it's trying to it's trying to resurface. Yes. And then when he mind melts with her, he sees a vision not necessarily of Pazuzu but of Father Marion from yeah, the original. Yeah. So yes. he starts. He. This is where he finds out, which was that he was killed, Father Merritt was killed by Reagan yes. and by Pazuzu because yes. they saw the scene where he can see uh, when uh, Tuskey goes under with, with Reagan, you can see yes. her heart being played with. Mm-hmm. And it's Reagan and Pazuzu you think massaging the heart, but they're not. They're causing her to have a heart attack. And that's what killed Father Marion. So we find out what actually does kill Father Marion. And they knew that? But he had a bad ticker anyway. Yeah, know? but we knew that, yes. But he just needed to get confirmation. Mm-hmm. End of story, that's his job. But when he goes under with Reagan, he gets more entranced in where Pazuzu came from. So that leads him to go to Africa to follow the trails on the back uh, of a locust. On the back of a, a locust POV shot. Jesus Christ. Um, <laughs> and is that right? So the Catholic Church goes after him goes, no, dude, dude, you found out what happened. We're good. Yeah. Stop following where this all came from. We're putting this to bed now. But he's yeah. now obsessed with yes. finding out what really happened. Yeah. The, the prequel, it's horrifying. There's a line terribly delivered where he says, it is absolutely horrifying and pure evil. Oh but my. fascinating, or something like that. Oh you my know? god! You know it's... this. This movie's fucking shit. I yeah. mean, my god. Yeah. It took me. I mean, and and listen, guys. I know a lot of people are gonna hate me for saying this, and I'm sorry. 
Linda Blair is a horrible, horrible actress. Well, she isn't this. No, she's bad in any film she does. She got lucky with The Exorcist. Um, and quite frankly, that's makeup. Most of the cool stuff was done by a voice double. Yeah, <laughs> and Yeah. So, I'm sorry. She is a horrible... She's Come on. She, there's a reason why Jimmy Lee Curtis went off to success from Halloween. Because she could act. Linda Blair could never find a role because she can't act. I'm sorry. She's terrible in this. She's that's a all really stay. bad. All I, I, she yeah. seems like a sweetheart. She seems like a nice girl. She's got a good head on her shoulders. And she's done very well with, I think she works with animals and stuff. And Yeah. Kudos to her, but I'm sorry. I I know. No, I, I, she was surrounded by such talent in The Exorcist. I mean, fucking talent. Well, also you have to say as well that um, Freakin would have pushed, um, because he's such a, you know, a, a tough, uh, he was such a tough and sort of, um, sort of almost maverick director, he would have pushed her for her best performance. Um, it, it appears, yes, there was addiction problems going on in the background as well, but um, Borman, it appears, wasn't pushing a good performance out of her, or any of them for that matter, including well, Max von Sydow, who I was very disappointed, you know, anytime You know, it, though, everyone is the right. Bad. I know, they are, but that's what confuses me, because Borman is the freaking, is the next freaking. I mean, look at Deliverance, when he got out yeah. of his actors, we know where we're going with that one. Yeah. And the guy knows how to push his actors. And Linda Blair, little brat she was, says, no, I'm not putting makeup on. So they had to use a horrible stunt double. That looked nothing like it her. It looked nothing like her, and the voiceover was terrible. Yeah, and I was going to say, the, the, the Pazuzu demonic voice in this one is terrible. It is. And if I was the director, I'd go, fuck you, Blair. Put the makeup on. <laughs> Seriously. Her. Give her a line of Coke. Maybe that would have done it for her. Oh. <laughs> That was so bad. I'm gonna keep yeah, it in. that's. <laughs> I'm keeping it. In. I don't give a fuck. Yeah, well, I've said no. No, fuck it. I'm gonna. I'm keeping it in because no, she, do you keep she, it? In? I... She made us watch this fucking film. Linda Blair, you're just you're just as to blame as Richard Burton, Louise Fletcher, and I don't give a fuck about her addiction problem. Her addiction well, problem caused her to do this fucking film. That's on her. Well, she all I said is, um, I would be the biggest hypocrite in the world if I was to criticize anyone's addiction problems. So I'm saying nothing. Wow, we get very strict. We get very uh, deep, uh, very deep and emotional here, Trevor. <laughs> no, I'm not emotional. I make a funny line about someone's drug habit. And you just attack me. I didn't attack you. I didn't. Right, whoa, whoa, you whoa! Back to this. I did not. Calm down, me. everybody. Well, I don't know what's going on here. I think Kokomo is on, or whatever, <laughs> <laughs> whatever. Darth Vader's fucking yeah, name is. yeah. Darth Vader then pops up. Yeah. Oh yeah. my god. Yeah. You know what's the great thing about podcasts? Like this movie, this film's so shit. We're going to go all over the place just like this film, so I don't give a fuck. Yeah. I think it's fucking hilarious when Reagan draws a drawing. Just, and the, the fire sh- thing? The shrink, the shrink, the shrink's assistant goes up to Father Lamongo's. She's a very good artist, isn't she? It's a picture of him like on, a fire? Ha- on fire with like a half yak head. And I'm like, you're a. Sh- a shrink, and you don't think there's something fucked up with them without that picture? Yeah, it's just, it's just, oh, it's just, and then just he just decides also whenever he sees a picture that there must be a fire somewhere. Then magically, yeah, he, he goes, finds exactly where the fire is, and all the kids are saved because I don't know. Reagan's one of these like Kakomo. She's one of these like um sort of like pure good like um you know like the the key to everything. 
type um, people who are born every so often, and it's just like, what, what do I watch? Is this like a superhero film? Or, when you know, when they run downstairs and they go, yeah. oh my god, there's a fire. She goes, I'm going to call the fire department. He goes, I'll get it out. He takes a fucking crutch. A yeah. crutch. And starts bashing the fire with yep, it. I know, it's bonkers. About two feet away, yep. there's Louise Fletcher going, okay, thank you, fire department. Yep. She hangs up the phone and grabs the extinguisher. Like any normal person would do. Wouldn't you grab, that's the, what do you pick? Mm, do I pick the crutch yep. or the fire extinguisher? It's bonkers God. because it makes the, the, the fire worse. It's just, what? You know? It's yeah, and see, oh I have to say, God. this isn't even one of these films that it's you know so bad it's good because it, it it it's just bonkers, but it's also a slog to get through. It is incredibly boring, um, you know, and it's just like you're just looking at your watch and you know you're tempted to look at your phone, but you want to stay focused to you know do it for the podcast. This is hard work to get through. I can tell you right now, I actually can be a professor. Or teach people the life and the day of a locust because of this fucking film. <laughs> and Maybe that's um, when why Linda Blur decided to get into looking after animals after you know on set with the locust or something. You know, I don't know what the fuck is with all these flashbacks and locusts and they're on Tatooine or something. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, don't yeah, know. exactly. Well, that actually fits in with um, James Earl Jones being on. You know, there's Darth Vader, Tatooine. You know, there's time travel, there's pl- there's science fiction elements. Yeah, this is basically the film Star Wars should have been. Oh my God. <laughs> I, it's I, just I, insane. And then um, Lamont then, he decides that um, he gets basically pulled off the case and he decides, no, fuck you, I'm going to um, Africa anyway because um, I have to track down Kokomo and um, Pazuzu. Um, also, Pazuzu's um, sort of behaviours are also inconsistent as well what? because he's helping um, Lamont. Why would he want? Why would Pazuzu help the guy who's trying to take him down? It doesn't he's make not sense. trying to take him down. I think Pazuzu needs Lamont to get to get control of Reagan completely, so he needs him. So he's mm. helping him under false pretenses. Yeah, well, it is stated in the original that um, Pazuzu, Pazuzu will mix lies with the truth. So I thought this- in the original, though, in the opening scene, he's in a he's in a he's a, he's, he's an archaeology archaeologist yes. beast, <laughs> and he's digging up and he finds a statue. Of Pazuzu, yes. Of Pazuzu. That's what wakes Pazuzu. Yes. So why are we having this whole backtrack of Africa and locusts and shit about Pazuzu? Yeah. And it's also, this is this, this whole African stuff is also followed up in Exorcist the Beginning as well. Um, what, so this what, is, was this actual in the original source material? No, no, not that I'm aware of. I would have to reread it. But as far as I'm aware, no, this is just bullshit that's been made up for oh. this film. Bad. And it's then followed up in the beginning with um, where we have um, Father Murren in um, in Africa again. Um, again, I- I'll go back to this. The original film and the original novel is not really about Reagan or Father Murren. It's about Father Karras. Oh, I know, um, and we we know that with the film. I even mentioned that when we did the review. Yeah, it's the most heartbreaking character and actually performance I've seen in the film. And I still I, hold by yeah. that. He's the ultimate tormented soul. Yeah. And, uh, so <laughs> he goes to Africa to find where this this man was possessed or something, and he fell. 
off a cliff. Yeah. <laughs> and then Richard Burton Lamont climbs down, and there's the body. Yeah, just they, hanging they, they never remove the body. Yeah. Uh, also, what religion? Because this is Lamont's supposed to be um, Catholic. I know there's the whole thing. Well, you know, gods and and all religions and stuff. What religion are the African guys? Are they Islamic or it's a bit weird? I don't know. And why do they start stoning him? Yeah. Well, oh, they think he's a devil worshiper for some reason because he uh, finds the dead body. And then all of us, um, yeah, because some, I think it's because he tells him that he, he was he, he hitched a ride with Pazuzu on the back of a locust. <laughs> um, <laughs> well, that didn't help. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't say shit like that. So they they're the stolen, but then also Regan's tap dancing just at the same time, and she can feel the, the rocks. Oh like, my off god, her that's the funniest scene in the film. I couldn't stop laughing. <laughs> and uh, they had uh, Sharon. What I don't know what Sharon going on with Sharon. She's like the worst babysitter ever. Um, yeah, yeah. And she, and she, I, she, she, at one point, she's letting like Regan jump off the roof and over of, of, of like this massive like Empire State Building type. Do, um, I want to know what kind of money this family has because I know the mom's supposed to be an actress, but she can't be this fucking good of an actress. Well, they, she had uh, she has a fucking uh, penthouse on the yeah. top floor in New York. And yeah. did you see this fucking penthouse? Oh, I know. The railings yeah. have gaps. Yeah, I know. And what's all this nonsense off. with the doves? You know what I mean? Um, it's yeah, and then you know, obviously Chris McNeil and they've completely changed her character because um, she's went from this totally concerned mother, distraught mother, to I don't give a fuck about my daughter anymore. I'm doing a film, you know. <laughs> it's just yeah. Um, they apparently Louise Fletcher was originally cast as, as um, what do you call Chris McNeil? Yeah. But then yeah. they changed the gift. The, the doctor role was originally a man, but then the for some reason made Louise Fletcher the doctor. You know? Smart move. That, that's a smarter move. Um, but, and then he had this, I know I know why Ned Beatty was in it, because John Borman and him are good friends. Yes. yes so, and that's fine. I, I love Ned Beatty. Yeah. And he was, he's always, he was always, he's always a fun actor. And, what a pointless role this was. Yeah, that's a cameo. It's like, you know, why is Ned Beatty in this? When yeah. I think Exorcist, I don't think Ned Beatty. <laughs> and you like him, but I no. think Lex Luthor's. I think Otis. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. Yeah, because yeah. Ned Beatty, he's he's a pilot, and yes. he's flying him to wherever he has to go, and yeah. he's giving him the tour of the locusts of uh, where yeah. they flew. Um, yeah. And he goes, "I've seen this before." Oh, really? How? I flew on a wing <laughs> of, a, of a locust. And yeah, Ned Beatty's like, that "Okay." Conversation. Casually. Like, yeah, he's, yeah. Ned Beatty's like, oh, okay, good to know. Good to know, yeah. fucking nut job. <laughs> <laughs> fucking hell. This is oh, it's bananas. Yeah. I can see why this is a cult hit, because people just could talk about it all all day and not well, get anything out well, of it. <laughs> well, whenever I posted on Facebook about it, that I was re-watching it, there was some guy commented that um, I have something like, I love, love, love this film. It is so bad. But for me, yes, I get that. You know, the so bad it's good thing. Um, but it's it's a, it's a slog to get through two hours of just. It, it's very boring. You know what I mean? And it's just you know with with so and it's, it's pretentious as well in parts. You know, with Richard Burton talking about evil. You know, doing his best Donald Ple- Donald Pleasance impersonation, and um, you know, and making weird faces at the camera and stuff. And it's just it's it's it takes itself too serious. But it, it's just. You know, you could say that the same about the original, but the original pulls it off. This is just, this is comical. 
This, yeah, this is like so we we have to. He has to go find Kokomo. We'll call, we'll call him Kokomo. I think it's Kokomo or something. Oh, I don't know. But we'll just say Darth Vader. Yeah, exactly. All right, exactly. And, so we'll just say Darth Vader and Tatooine. And he's yeah. got he's got this big. How does James Earl Jones not go? What the fuck am I doing? He's got a yeah. locust outfit on. Yep. And he spits out an apple. Oh, yes. Also, we can turn into a leopard as well. Don't forget that part. Well, he spits out an apple, and it goes onto this uh, spike. Yeah. And Father Mon has now walked on top of these spikes. You must. Well, this have. is um, and Indiana Jones in the Last Crusade. Then I was about um, to say, what's this? Indiana yeah. Lamont. And <laughs> yeah. He, yeah. It's a, and it's a leap of faith. Yeah. Yeah. It's and then when he does it, he you know, it looks it, like he fails. But then he wakes up in the and, office. Yeah, at a laboratory. And yeah, it's oh. actual Dr. Kukwamo yeah, is his name. Yeah. He's not like a voodoo guy. Yeah. He's, so what was that vision? Was that just a vision he was having? I don't or? know. Having a clue. Having a clue. Um, and to be honest, I don't think whoever wrote this had really much of a clue either. <laughs> what the I don't know. Maybe they did. It's just badly. It's it's like what's... And then, but he also just by chance um, works in some sort of facility that looks after locusts. It's a bit like the facility where Reagan lives, only instead of, like, kids, it's locusts. <laughs> Fucking hell. <laughs> yeah. This is the, one of the worst films ever made. I've no doubt in my mind. Um. Yeah, okay, so he's he wakes up, and he's... Now the doctor isn't... Yeah, locust man. He's... Well, he is the locust, but he's a, do, he's a doctor. He's Dr. Darth um, Vader. He's a wild... Yeah. He's, yeah, so he's showing him... The world of the locusts. It's like a fucking documentary. I'm watching, I'm watching National Geographic all of a sudden. <laughs> right. And and also, there's also stock footage used, if, if you notice as well, whenever he's like flying oh, out and stuff. Let me ask you that. Yeah. The stock footage. that yeah. was, Max von Schindel is all stock footage, right? No, no, no. They, they were original scenes shot by him. The stock footage I'm talking about is whenever they're flying across Africa and you see all like um, lions and tigers and birds. Oh, I know that. About. So but that, so that Max von Schindel was actually in this film? This yes. wasn't. I These are original was, scenes recorded by him, and he's bad in them. I'm, oh my! I, I thought I'm he was, sorry to say. I thought they took outtakes or, from the, nope, the original nope. and just put them in there. Nope, all, all newly shot for this film. Oh, he must have been upset himself doing that. Yeah, and he's bad. Uh, everyone's bad. In everyone's this. bad in this. Everyone. Yeah. Um, Sharon, the babysitter. Oh, we'll get to that part. So <laughs> here's where the climax and. I get what they're trying to do. There's so, get, yeah. so <laughs> Lamont's got to get back. He's got to go see Reagan. Yeah. And he goes for the first place, the apartment. And they're sharing pretty much naked. Um, all wet and nipples hanging out. Hey, priest. Yeah. How you doing, buddy? <laughs> oh, well, I need the- to see Reagan. And then he goes, she goes, you get out of here, you bastard. <laughs> and then he, he, she's at the Wildlife Museum. He shows up. You knew I'd be here, didn't you? He's like, yes, because, you know, they mind-melted, right? Yeah. Why Bob, did he go then in the yeah. first place? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. If he knew where she was, why did, she, why did he have to go to the apartment? And uh, <laughs> and then they do the cannibal run um, on the um, bus whenever uh, and the tubes whenever they're going back okay. to the house. Yeah. Here's a scene where, which I think, and uh, bear with me if I'm wrong here, but this is what they were trying to do. Yeah. They were trying to do this <laughs> plane trains and automobiles. They were trying to do this intense scene where they need to get to Georgetown. They need to get back to the original house. Yes. Okay. And he's under Lamont's under some kind of spell, and she's running through the fucking. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's, it's so bizarre. Bad. Yeah. So, 
they get to Georgetown. But at the same time as they're taking the train to Georgetown, um, Tuscan and Sharon are are taking the plane. Now they now as they're going to the plane and getting away from the plane, whatever. There's a car accident. There's a storm delaying the plane. <laughs> <It's nuts>. <laughs> is that Pazuzu trying to? Uh, yeah, that's, that seems and to be that... what's being suggested. But also, I have to say, does a bus journey take us um, the same um, length of time as a, as a plane now? I thought I was pretty certain planes were faster um, than the buses, <laughs> but not in this universe, you know? Yeah, uh, but they left sooner. Also, New York to Georgetown is Oh, I stopped far. giving a fuck at this point, I, you know what I mean? But it was just picking holes, you know, about, you know... Well, so did the director. <laughs> yeah, well, that's to, to be <laughs> he fair. He gave yeah. up. Yeah, and it's just so um, badly. It's, it's melodramatic nonsense. It, it, it is. It, it's TV, um, movie, soap opera territory here we're now in. You know, after I mean, th- throughout it we are, but this is pure. Oh, it's it's drivel. So when they get back to the house and Lamont opens up the door, Reagan's old bedroom, all these yeah. locusts come flying out. Actually, pretty good effect. And the locusts start attacking them, and then that's when the cab goes all out of whack and yes. kills the poor cabbie, poor bastard, yep. and. They get out of the cab, and then Sharon has a grin on her face and sets herself on fire. Yeah. When did that come from? When don't Sharon... know. Uh, just what? completely random. Why is yeah. Sharon burning herself now? Yeah, I don't know. I, I was assuming it was she was in some way um, possessed by Pazuzu, but like mildly possessed. She, she, wasn't, she didn't have the eyes or anything. Um, there's also um, a, a bit of a weird, awkward scene. Um, it's, and it apparently um, it was this was toned down because of Burton and Blur didn't want to do it because they get on very well apparently. Apparently Blur and Burton were like you know got on well and that uh, Burton was very kind and nice to. Reagan, Are you talking about the really uncomfortable makeout scene? The, 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 yeah, the, the um, yeah. Um, apparently that was a lot um, worse in the script and a lot more um, sort of graphic. Um, but um, Burton and um, Blur says, nah, this is just fucking weird. We don't want to do this. So, um, Borman kept it in, but toned down. It was toned down, thankfully. No, this should have been removed, period. That was awkward. Yeah, well, well yeah, yeah. I, I wouldn't have had it done at all. It was basically, well, apparently in the original script, it actually has Lamont raping um, Regan. Um, um, so, and, they, and it was actually Burton, and Blur said, nah, nah, this is fucking, you know, this is not good type thing. So, and then they have the the stunt double, the makeup, and the oh, Regan, and it's so funny. She's dressed up like a whore all of a sudden. Yeah, uh, she's so trying to tempt the Lamont. Yeah, yeah, Pazuzu's like this, you know, stripper. Yeah, and mm-hmm. it. I was waiting for the pole to come down, and yeah. it, it was. It's so. I would. I would. My at this point, my hands are rubbing my temples. Yeah, and I'm like, is this this isn't real. And then this, the house explodes, is, the bricks is, and all, like, part of the, the, the house. Yeah, the house there. explodes. And then she's being lifted by the locusts. And then all of a sudden, she knows to do that woo-woo-woo thing with her hand. Of, yeah, and also, all of a sudden, Pazuzu's defeated. They didn't even do anything to defeat Pazuzu. Yeah, she, no, she did. She, she, she woo-woo-woo with her hand. Oh, why? And, oh, why? That's and then not, the locusts yeah. were at peace. But then, but, but yeah, but, uh, there was no exorcism. There was no real battle. It was just like fucking magic or something, you know? It, it, here's here's the best part. Here's the best part. Yeah. So you got Tushman holding Sharon's dying body. <laughs> who's been, she's she's been, been on fire. Crisp. She's been on fire for 20 minutes, but she's yeah. still alive. Yeah. She's burnt to a crisp. And she, Ray goes, 
no, Sharon, Sharon, Reagan. And then she dies. Yeah. Yeah. And then Tushman goes, you guys take, uh, goes to Lamont. You take care of her. And her and Lamont walk away through the rubble. Into the sunset. And into the sunset and disappear. Where yeah. are they going? Uh, to travel the world. I don't know. Who knows? Maybe they're going back to see Darth Vader and, and um, Tatooine. Um, you know, um, I don't know uh, who who gives a shit. I don't give a shit. You know, <laughs> I'm well, no, glad it's I, over. You, I, it's not explained where they're going. I mean, these. Bye. It's just, I think it's it suggested that they're going to have to travel the world um, onto the grid. Um, you know, a bit like David Soul and that kid in Salem's Lot. You know, because basically <laughs> they're always going to be getting pursued by Pazuzu. They're almost like a western, you know, type thing. You know, just the. the Strangers, you oh, know, Western. like Kung Fu, like Kung Fu. Um, oh, fuck uh, me. Um, so it's, yeah, it's it's bollocks, like, you know, um, you know, stuff like that can work, but it doesn't belong really in an Exorcist film. Like, basically, the entirety of the of what we're given here. Um, um, even, you know, I'll go back to the Marconi score, the, the dreamy Reagan's theme and stuff. While I do love it in and of itself, again, it doesn't really belong in an Exorcist film. A proper Exorcist film, you know, like the first and the third one, which are the only two Exorcist films in my this, mind. This- the score is misplaced. The score is all yes. over the place. The other, they'll have the during that traumatic chase scene when they're on the train and they're on the plane and the planes hit turbulence and people are flying all over the place in the plane. And then it quickly cuts to la 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 <laughs> la la. Because like, she's a chosen one. She's basically it's like uh, like her and Kokomo are basically like the chosen ones. They're the special. You know, they're only born once in a lifetime. They're basically yeah. They're basically. You know, Jedi's or something, which ties in well with actually Kokomo. Yeah. What the hell? I don't care. All right, let's just end this. <laughs> yeah, thank you. <laughs> that's, that's pretty much what the director said the final day. Let's just end this. No, he should have said it in the first day. You know? Fuck. Yeah. This is bad. This is. No tension, no atmosphere, no complete atmosphere of dread that we got in the original. This is like the polar opposite to the original film. I know sequels are never going to be as superior as the original. Even though some, some I mentioned, you wouldn't have The Empire Strikes Back without Star Wars. You wouldn't have The Godfather 2 without Godfather. So it's, it's always, you know, that's always my go-to response yeah. for the original being always slightly better. Because they created it. Um what worked for the sequel. So this has nothing. This literally has nothing, nothing to it. There's nothing here. There's, there's no, no real redeeming features. There's no, no, there's no tension, no story. I think Terrible I'm a smarter man about locusts. And how do you have this? Burton didn't want to be there. If he wasn't drunk most of the time, Blair's just a bad actress. God love her. And Louise Fletcher was sleeping through most of it. Yeah. Uh, actually, the best actress was probably Sharon. What? And then you had I or or the Locust, the one that flew. <laughs> um, I thought that Locust was to very, be fair. James Earl Jones sort of holds his own, but he is about the only one. James but it's a bizarre Earl, role. It's a bizarre. James, James Earl Jones plays bizarre good though. He always plays yeah. bizarre characters. Yeah, and a lot of stuff he does. Sadly, it's, sad, it's very sad to see Max von Sydow is poor in it. You know, he was probably. It's almost like he, he's given it like a. It's almost like he's like, what the fuck? You no, know, he was head. given one day. He, he probably said, "I'll do it. I'll do it for one day shoot." Mm-hmm. And they went quickly, did his stuff because he was barely in it. Yeah. 
Um, James Earl Jones is the only one that can come out of this with any sort of, uh, you know. Let's not say that. I mean, no. Well, well he holds his own, uh, uh, you know, as Doctor Darth Vader and as you know, um, Leopard Locust Man as well. Oh, as bizarre as it straight, is, you can see that with a straight face. It almost <laughs> reminded me of his character from Conan the Barbarian. Yeah, yeah. Um, but you know, yeah, he has a certain presence as well. He's the only one. The rest of it is. It's complete and utter trash. So it is. Yeah, I'm lost. All right. One of the worst films ever made. Uh, next up is The New Exorcist. <laughs> oh, dear. No. 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 Sorry, like Darth Vader there, you know. I, I have not yet seen it, but I am going to watch it this week. I have um, seen it. So, it obviously, I'm sure any, all of our listeners know that this is getting panned. Um, and I was even told, even by yourself, Trevor, that this that is almost just as bad as this. And I, sorry guys, I don't believe that nothing is as bad as this. Well, we'll see. So we are going to do that one uh, next. So it'd be interesting because at least if we can get the Exorcist, and we can get Exorcist Legion, and we can get this new Exorcist on the same board. Hopefully, I don't know yet. It'd be at least a nice trilogy out of it, and we can remove the other two we didn't mention. So we'll see what happens when we. I think the past, it. of course, already um, reviewed the original and last Halloween with Dead Legion. Yeah. So now we had an argument about Exorcist Legion, and I understood why the studio called it Exorcist Legion. Yes. Because the name does bring bring people to it, but I'm going to take that back now. They should have just called it Legion. And the reason I say that is because this movie is so fucking terrible, and no one's going to know. The last you only in Hollywood, you only you're only as popular as your last movie, mm-hmm. and people are going to remember Exorcist Heretic over The Exorcist. So when you Street call something Street. when you call something Exorcist Legion, people yeah. aren't going to want to see it because it has a bad rap because of like, this movie. Yes. yes. So if you just if you call it Legion, people would have walked in and they go, wait a minute, this might be an Exorcist film and yeah. it would have been a pleasant surprise. But Strangely, so- just to jump on, on top of that, this, um, what I read anyway, this film was um, originally, um, Borman just wanted to call it The Heretic, but again, the studio demanded, even though there's no, well, there sort of is exorcisms in it, uh, but, um, um, but it was the studio demanded that it be called Exorcist 2, The Heretic. So there you go. Well, uh, maybe they sure you went that route because they would have the Exorcist, you would have the Heretic, you would have Legion, and then you would have the beginning. I'd have just called so, it Darth Vader versus the Locusts. I would have called it Locust Man. <laughs> but it's so fucking stupid. Oh my god! And Richard Burton was lifeless in this. I mean, yeah, lifeless. Yeah. It was actually quite sad to see because you can tell that um, there he's, he looks tormented, but in the real world, that's not you know not not in his character. And it was, I actually find it sad to see um, Burton in this um, because you, you can see he's been through a lot of shit behind the scenes. You know, you can see it in his eyes. Yeah. Know. Yeah. Well, I'm going to wrap this one up. Uh, guys, if you have any uh, thoughts or any comments, please give us a shout at CitizenFrame underscore podcast at Instagram and, of course, Facebook. There you have it. We're going to wrap this one up. And next time we'll talk, it will be the conclusion, The Exorcist 3. No, what is it? Exorcist, Exorcist The uh, Believer. The Believer. Um, and they've already announced the sequel. Oh, fuck. Um, so 
We'll see. Again, I'm sticking up for it until I see it. I don't believe it's as bad as everyone says. It's the same people who hated the Halloween franchise, uh, the new trilogy that came out. I will stick by that Halloween franchise 120%. So I might be the guy who's going to stick up for this one. We'll I don't know yet. It. We'll talk about it. All right, have a good one.